Hey, what's up everybody? And you're tuned into For Real Though with me, Rock Ruiz. And I know I haven't been recording my podcast on video for a while. Like, I know I've been recording it on video for years now, but lately I've been on Spotify only. But I thought this movie review is the perfect time for me to transition back into video because I just gotta make this review special because I've been waiting for this movie to come out since, I don't know, since before I was born. But yeah, in all seriousness, Joker is like my most anticipated film of the entire year. And I've been hyped about it since I heard the news, since I heard that Joaquin Phoenix was gonna play Joker. And man, I just have so much to say about this movie. If you haven't seen the movie yet, I highly suggest that you do before watching the rest of this video because I can't talk about this movie as much as I want to without spoiling it. So yeah, spoiler warning, spoiler alert. So if you haven't seen Joker yet and you do have the time to see it today, go see it and then come back, watch the review, and we can talk about it more. But without further ado, let's get on with a spoiler-filled review of Joker. Now for those who don't know, I am like the biggest Joker fanboy and it's hard not to be because the Joker has been portrayed in such a great way by numerous actors throughout the years. I mean, starting with Cesar Romero, he was great in a campy kind of way, in a cartoony way. Then we got Jack Nicholson who made it a lot darker. I mean, there were still a lot of cartoony elements to his portrayal, but it was the first like dark on-screen Joker. Then we got Mark Hamill who voiced the Joker for years, who is by far most probably the most iconic version of the Joker. Then we got Heath Ledger who practically changed the game. He turned the Joker into a rock star. He made him into a, more of a cultural icon than he already was. Then we got... Um, now we have Joaquin Phoenix and... So yeah, that's the first thing I want to talk to you guys about. Joaquin Phoenix made this movie work. I mean, a lot of the aspects of the movie were great. The cinematography was great. The score was amazing. The writing was unbelievably good. But I think the strongest aspect of all the strong aspects of this film was Joaquin Phoenix playing the Joker. And as a Joker fanboy myself, I gotta admit that Joaquin Phoenix's Joker is the least Joker version of the Joker so far in pop culture, if I'm making any sense here. Because his version of the Joker is like a raw, early version of the Joker. Because this guy, he's not as charismatic, he's not as calculating, he's not as intelligent, he's not as witty as the previous Jokers we've seen so far. Like, the previous Jokers are kind of like rock stars. They're like oozing with self-confidence. But this version of the Joker, I totally get why he's not the comic version of the Joker that we all know and love. Because I mean, even Heath Ledger's Joker, even if he's one of the most realistic versions of the Joker, he still has those witty one-liners. He did that pencil magic trick. He wrapped up a bomb trigger in gift wrap. He still does those Jokery things. Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, on the other hand, he's just a mentally ill guy who has every reason to lose his mind. Like, this guy isn't a genius. He's not smooth, he's not suave, as the previous Jokers we've seen. It's almost like this version of the Joker took out all the possibly fun things about the character and just left in all the crazy, unhinged, kind of negative things about this character. And I love that because it made him even scarier than any other Joker we've seen before. Because like I mentioned earlier, Heath Ledger's Joker, although he was realistic and grounded, there's still some sort of larger-than-life aspect to the character. Like, you wouldn't completely believe this guy could actually be a guy in the real world. 
Now, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, on the other hand, could totally be a guy you know. Could He could totally be a guy you passed by on the street, and that's what makes him even scarier. The fact that he's kind of relatable and kind of more realistic. Hey, but who's to say that this version of the Joker won't eventually become witty, charismatic, smooth, everything the character is down the line? Because this is like, I don't know, 15 to 20 years before Batman shows up? So he still has a lot of room to grow. If anything, we witnessed Fetus Joker. We witnessed the birth of Joker and not like the full evolved version of the character. But I still do appreciate those very few funny moments in this dark and heavy movie. Like that time he punched out literally. And when, dude, that scene, that scene with the little guy after he just murdered the big guy and the door was still locked. That was the most Joker scene for me. One of the most Joker scenes in the entire movie. Cause he just stabbed this guy to death and he's talking to this little guy like nothing happened. He was just like, you know, I'm gonna be on the Murray show. Crazy, right? And his face is like full of blood. And, and what I love about that scene is it shows how unpredictable the Joker is. Cause that's one of his main characteristics. He's unpredictable. Like he didn't know if he was gonna kill this little guy or let him go completely. And that's, that's what I loved about this scene, and that's what I loved about this whole movie, and that's what I loved about this whole portrayal. It was unpredictable. You didn't know where it was gonna end. Although right after watching the movie, I felt like, that's it? I wanna see more of the Joker. Like, 90% of this movie was about Arthur and not really Joker. But the more I thought about it, the more I was like, you know what, no. I'm happy the film is that way. Because that way, it's all up to the audience how to interpret how the future Joker is gonna be like. Although I do have this theory that the last scene in the movie, if you'll notice like Joker gained a little bit of weight, he's not as physically unhealthy as he used to be, like his cheeks kind of filled out. I have a theory that that last scene is possibly in the future already and Batman already exists and the Joker just found out he was Bruce Wayne, then he suddenly remembered that Bruce Wayne is that kid whose parents died in the alley because of that thing he did and that's why he was laughing. And that's just a theory, that's just a fan theory of mine. And speaking of fan theories and just being a fan of Batman in general, I gotta admit, um, Bruce Wayne being in the movie and the death of his parents being in the end of the movie wasn't completely necessary. Like the movie could have still existed without showing that, but it was fan service. You gotta give the fans something and although I do find it unnecessary, as a fan of Batman, dude, I love that scene. I love how they still like uh, had all this foreshadowing in the movie. Like uh, Thomas Wayne was like, if you ever touch my son again, I will kill you or something like that. And of course, the Joker and Batman are gonna be very physical in the future. Also, another aspect I loved about this movie is it's mainly shining a light on Joker being mentally ill. You didn't really see that in most past incarnations of the character. Most versions of the Joker just show him being this crazy crime genius and they don't really show why he is that way. This movie showed all the reasons why Joker is that way. They showed that he was possibly abused as a child, he has issues with his mother, he has, he has a lot of mental health problems that aren't being addressed properly at all. And the state, I believe, cut off funding for helping the mentally ill, like 
That's what kind of makes these people the way they are. When you stop supporting them, when you stop listening to them, and that's kind of like what this movie's trying to say, or at least that's what I think it's trying to say, among a lot of other things. And of course, we have these, uh, I don't know, critics and bloggers saying stuff like, Oh, this movie promotes gun violence. Boycott this movie. Don't have your children see it. First of all, it's R16. Why would you have your children see it? Second, this movie promotes gun violence. The Joker doesn't even like guns. He was given a gun. He didn't even look for it in the first place. It's almost like, I don't know, America. I mean, most of these articles are coming from America. So like, it's almost like Americans will blame anything except guns themselves. It's, it's, it's insane. If anything, this movie is more relevant now now that with all these mass shootings happening because it's showing what causes them to happen. It's showing how society as a whole creates these kinds of people and there are ways to prevent it from happening. And this is what can happen if you don't prevent those things from happening. And while we're at that topic, I love how this Joker, he practically stated that he's not a political figure. It's the media, it's the masses, it's the people who are giving meaning to these things he's doing which aren't necessarily political at all. He's not trying to make a statement. He's just doing these things because he wants to do these things and because he wants the attention. He wants the spotlight to be on him. And everyone's just putting all this meaning to the stuff he's doing, even if he's not intending for it to be that way at all. Much like this movie. This movie is just trying to be this movie and it, sh it sure has some messages that it's trying to say, but people will always give their own meaning to it. And that's kind of like what I love about the movie. It's kind of self-aware because the Joker is just doing things he wants to do. But the masses, the media, like I said earlier, are giving their own meanings to it, even if that's not what he means for his actions to mean. And okay, before I forget, back to the whole, uh, this movie promotes gun violence nonsense. Okay, if this movie where the Joker, I don't know, he shot like seven people, promotes gun violence and glorifies it, where were you guys when John Wick came out? Or Deadpool came out? Where Deadpool is literally this anti-hero who makes killing people in a very gruesome manner very trivial and very funny. And John Wick, who just kills like hundreds of people, and you're entertained by this, and you're not saying that this movie promotes gun violence. Why, why are they targeting Joker? Why are they saying Joker promotes gun violence, and they're saying it in a way like it's the first movie to do so. I think the media is just trying to swerve from the actual problem here. The Joker is actually addressing issues that need to be addressed. It's addressing society, the margin between rich and poor, the whole problem with, I don't know, society's not funding mental health care. And the Joker wouldn't have shot all those people if he wasn't given a gun in the first place. And now back to the movie because I think I've been talking about the controversial stuff for way too long. This movie gave me chills from start to finish. I don't know about you guys but I found it extremely difficult to find a part to go to the bathroom because this is one of those movies where there is just no good time to go to the bathroom. It's a great movie from start to finish. I know it was two hours and it was a painful two hours to watch. I mean intentionally because the subject matter is pretty heavy. But by the end of it I was like that's it. I want more. Also, do you guys think that Zazie Beetz's character died? Because like, I've been talking to my friends about this and family, like, 
it, it was kind of an open-ended scene. But I think, personally, I think he killed her. Because that was his most emotionally unstable night. The guy just found out he was adopted. He just uh, possibly remembered all those times he was abused as a child. And now he's like coming to terms with the reality that all those fantasies that he had with this girl never really happened. So I think he lashed out and I think she's dead. But I don't know, what do you guys think? And also one thing I love about this movie is it's not just one thing that made the Joker crazy or turned him into the Joker. It was many small things that eventually turned this guy into this maniac, into this sociopath, into this psychopathic killer. And you know that whole thing where he was planning to kill himself by the end of the movie, like on the talk show on live TV? I think in a way, he did already kill himself. Because at that moment, that's when Arthur fully decided to go full Joker. He kind of did kill the insecure, the fumbling Arthur that we knew throughout the movie and turned into this confident, rage-fueled Joker. So one could argue that in a way, he did kill himself on national television, but not in a literal way. Oh gosh, that's another thing that I love about this movie. You can take it literally, you can take it figuratively. There's just so many ways to read into it more and more. And I feel like the more you watch this movie, you can just read into every scene, you can analyze every scene and not have the correct answer or not have just one correct answer. You can talk about it with your friends for like hours on end and still not come to a clear conclusion. And that's what I think filmmaking is all about. I mean, that's what I think films are all about. And lately, films have been more about making money, just entertaining people. And I have nothing against that. Like, I have nothing against those happy popcorn movies. But this movie is like, oh god, I don't want to sound pretentious. But this movie is what cinema is all about. It's getting people to talk about real issues in real life. It's getting people to talk about the plot, the character, everything, and just analyzing everything and reading it in different ways and sharing your ideas. Oh, this movie's beautiful. I just can't stop thinking about every single scene, even if, man, it was just one heavy, depressing movie. And that's also what I love about this movie so much. This movie is the movie personification of the character Joker. Because both the character and the movie can't just be interpreted in one way. There isn't just one way of looking at them. And as for the theories going around like, did the ending really happen? Or like, was it all in his head this whole time? Uh, personally, I don't think they're wrong. Because anyone can be right with this movie. But I believe uh, the only things he imagined were being on the talk show in the beginning of the movie and Zazie Beetz's character dating him or hanging out with him because the movie explicitly explains that those were imagined and beyond that I just I'd like to believe that everything else was real oh and would you look at the time I've been talking for I don't know what 10 20 30 minutes honestly if I just keep talking about this movie I won't run out of stuff to talk about and this video is gonna be one of those 10 hour videos on YouTube and who wants that right but hey let's keep talking about Joker what did you think about it did you love it did you hate it because it's totally fine like if you hated it but let's get into a discussion here if you have any thoughts to share about the movie or if you disagreed with anything i said or if you agreed with anything i said feel free to leave a comment down below and i'd also like to share that people have been asking me uh is joaquin phoenix your new favorite joker 
And personally, it's still Heath Ledger for me. Because, like, Heath Ledger's Joker is the more evolved Joker that, you know, kind of came into fruition already. While Joaquin Phoenix's Joker still has a long way to go before he becomes, like, like the full Joker that everyone knows and loves. But that's just me. I don't know, maybe the more I watch this Joaquin Phoenix version of the Joker, he'll eventually become my favorite Joker. You'll never know. For real though.